If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues, encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App. And that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. It's Dr. Erica here. It's time for a new episode of Better with Dr. Erica. This episode features integrative OBGYN, Dr. Lakeisha McMillan, who is also one of my business besties. We are discussing the formerly taboo topics of menopause and perimenopause. Now y'all know that reproductive health and women's health have been in the news a lot beyond just the overturning of Roe versus Wade. There have just been a lot of debates on women's health. Now, this discussion not only talks about menopause and perimenopause, like I mentioned, but it also talks about how this overturning of Roe versus Wade can affect women that are experiencing perimenopause or menopause. It's not just around issues of abortion. Now, Dr. Lakeisha is the perfect person for this conversation because she specializes in helping women get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, and have energy all day. And y'all, she's a master teacher. You're going to want to stay on for this whole episode. Now, whether you identify as a woman or not, this discussion can help increase your knowledge along with help you support those around you and increase your level of empathy. Because you know what? If you're not a woman, you still, you work with women you know women, you have women in your family. You may have a wife, you may have a daughter, have nieces, know people in the community. You have a mom, all those things. So there are so many ways women are in your life, even coworkers, that it's important to have this information. Now questions this episode will answer include, what are symptoms of perimenopause? Why are women's health and women's reproductive rights not only important for those who identify as women? How can overturning Roe versus Wade impact women in menopause and perimenopause? And what are some ways or strategies to reassess and reassess? Because, you know, we're all about living a whole life here. Now, there are going to be some shareable moments here. Let me tell you how we share in Better Nation. Just put that tidbit, that shareable that you want other people to see, just put it on social media with the hashtag Better Nation. See, it's that easy. Now, we've talked about what the show's going to be. I'm going to encourage you to stay on to the whole thing. And I'm going to quit talking so we can get to the show. On to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. Hey, and welcome to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica. I'm your host, Dr. Erica, Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist and integrative lifestyle coach. I'm on a mission to help everyone be better, do better, and live better. You know, I do that through my telepsychiatry, my books, my speaking, and this podcast. I do this to help busy people like you that give and give and give and give and also don't save anything for yourself. I do this to put you back in your life. 
Now I have to, before I tell you about my guests, I have to say it is morning time. So for some reason we had this brilliant idea that we were going to tape this in the morning and I wish you could have seen us doing our little happy dances, getting ourselves all psyched up and ready to actually use our brains at a time where I'll, I'll be honest, if, if we weren't doing this, I would be vegging out on the couch right now, sipping on some tea. So Number one, thanks to my guest, Dr. Lakeisha, who is getting me up and productive first thing in the morning. And I need to tell you, who is Dr. Lakeisha? Now, if you have been following me, you've probably seen her because she pops up every now and then because she's like one of my super friends and I totally love her. Now, I already told you, reading bios is not my ministry, even though reading is fundamental and I can read. So I'm not going to read her whole bio, but I'm going to tell you a few things. Now, I'm, I realized today you got two doctors, Dr. Erica, psychiatrist, Dr. Lakeisha, integrative OBGYN. So let me let you know from the jump. This is just some information, an educational conversation. None of us are your doctor. So this is not medical advice. So if you have further questions, feel free to circle back to your doctor because we're going to be talking about some important stuff today. Now, back to the matter at hand. Who is Dr. Lakeisha? The non-bio version. <laughs> All right. She's an integrative gynecologist, a hormone specialist, and a best-selling author. But one of her biggest talents is she can break down anything to a level that a five to 10 year old could understand. And it could be biochemistry to menopause, all of the things. So the one thing you're going to get is you're going to get some great information and she's going to tell you in a way you can understand. So before I steal her thunder, Dr. Lakeisha, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Oh my goodness, Dr. Erica, you know, I always love when I stop by better with Dr. Erica. I am so excited to be here this morning. Like you said, this morning, we <laughs> up and we've gotten ourselves, you know, trying to get ourselves awake and our voices awake. So guys, if, if we sound a little raspy in the beginning, but then all of a sudden our voices wake up at the end, that's why. Um, but I am just so honored to be here and to be able to have this conversation with your audience with your community. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And can you tell the people a little bit more about yourself? Thank you. I see it's morning time. See, it's morning time. I forgot the question you asked me. So I'm Dr. Lakeisha. Like you said, I'm an integrative gynecologist and a hormone specialist, speaker, best-selling author. And I help ambitious women that are struggling with depleting hormones in perimenopause and menopause get their hormones balanced, regain mental sharpness, have energy to last the entire day, and just how beautiful and vital they are. And I do that through my books, my integrative concierge practice, and my speaking service. Um, and I do it through a, a variety of, of, of other types of, of ways that you can get in touch with me as well. But that's just it in a nutshell. I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, aren't you an OBGYN? You know, how did you come this, you know, how did you get to this little piece? And it, it was a little journey. Like, you know, most things, if you were to look at my highlight reel is what I call it, it would look like, oh my goodness, you were checking off all the boxes, you know, went to college, went to medical school, you know, did residency, got married, started having kids, but then life kind of bows you over, right? Kind of mm -hmm. knocks you down. And one of those experiences was 
two significant losses in my in my life within 10 months apart, my father and my grandmother. And that kind of makes you sit back and go, you know what, what's, what's really here for me in life? And, and you start reali- really reevaluating. And it was through healing with therapy. <laughs> Hello, amen mm. for therapy, right? And then sitting back and kind of reevaluating how I wanted to show up for women in the world that I was able to actually say, hey, I love teaching. And mm-hmm. I had to actually kind of come into the space where I'm actually good at it too. You know how sometimes you don't even recognize what your true gifts are until mm-hmm. a little while later. And then you finally, your eyes open up and then you really embrace that. And so that's how I actually show up now in the world and giving um, women information in a new and different way. I love it. And I love that you just talked about how in, in different seasons you hit these points where then you are, are reassessing how your life is structured, what you're doing, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing, how to somehow have a life that has all the different dimensions you want in it. Yeah. Because I know one of the things people often struggle with and are struggling with a lot right now because there's still way, there's so much going on in the world between wars in the Ukraine, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, which we'll talk a little bit about. Um, Black people are still getting killed every time we turn around. Um, There's just so, so many things. COVID. um, Yes. I'm trying to think of, oh, the January 6th hearings that I swear both of, both of my parents, I feel like they pop popcorn and watch that stuff. My mom's like, it's, (laughs) It's, it's primetime MSNBC coverage. I'm right, about to watch right, this. Right. Oh my goodness. Then I don't even have to listen to the news because they- They give you they, the rundown. Yes. It's it's <laughs> like they're my own personal um, Roland Martin. Like, yes, yes. girl, girl yes. that dude got on the stand and he said this. And then this <laughs> other guy, and you know, they shredded those papers in the car. So yeah, exactly. They're keeping you up to date. It is your own version, your own commentary, your yes. own personal commentators. I love yeah. it. Yes, and I know everyone's in this time of just feeling such max capacity. So I love we started this conversation out with some of these things that a lot of us have done because I know for me, just some stillness, some business coaching, you know, our mindset coach and my therapist have been really key of figuring out absolutely how to use my gifts the best way. Yes. yes. Not only to make an impact in the world and help people, but to also still be able to maintain a healthy life for myself. Oh, yes. That is such a great point because when we are in a space of, of service, because that, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We are serving our communities either locally or at large, right? And I have to remind myself of what I always tell my ladies, okay? And I actually had a, a, a check-in, a gut check just yesterday. Mm-hmm. I, I had a session with a, a coach and she started telling me some of the things that I was like, I say that to my my own people. And she's like, mm-hmm, you say it for a reason, right? And so we have to remember that it's okay sometimes to slow down so we can speed up. 
and, and that's why we have different people on our team. Oh, yes. And I literally, I slowed down for a whole month. I did my month of me. I love it. I love that. One yes. day, one, one day yes. I probably should do an entire episode about that. But Yes, you really should. Cause, and, and then tell people, get their notebooks out. Because somebody's going to hear something that's going to spark something for them. And it's going to help them to figure out, oh, this is what I need to restore me. So yes, we'll have to, maybe at one point, we'll just do a whole episode about specifically around self-care restoration and and restarts and recharges. I think that's excellent. I think that is an excellent option. Yeah. So I know you talked about how you got the vision to understand that part of your purpose was in this teaching and education role. But you're literally like the perimenopause queen. (laughs) How did you develop this passion for dealing with perimenopause and menopause? Especially since our mamas didn't talk about it that much. Right. You know, it was one of these things. I think what happens in life is as you start going down a road... (laughs) You know, you kind of, you want a manual or you want a, a, you want a guidebook and one's not there. And so you start kind of digging into things, right? So part of, part of the rest of that story, I know I kind of went through the highlight reel with you guys is that um, as I took a step back from what most people would call traditional medicine, you know, people love to put labels, but as I stepped back and said, Hey, I'm going to take care of myself. You know, it was like physician heal thyself first, right? And I started peeling back some layers. My body was doing some weird stuff, right? I was super, super tired. I I mean, it was it was a fatigue that was just, I could not describe. But it was really interesting because I could get up, I could go take care of my patients, but then I would just crash and I would literally crawl into bed. I didn't want to have sex with my husband anymore. And y'all, he's kind of cute. I actually like him. Okay. So, I mean, I was like, well, what is this? We became cordial roommates. Like, really. We were we were cordial to each other. We made sure our son got to daycare, all the things. And then I was like gaining weight, didn't know why. I mean, just all kind of things were going on. So I started taking some deep dives into like what some people would call functional medicine or integrative medicine, trying to figure out all what's going on and looking at it from a perspective of what can you do for yourself kind of thing. And as I started going through that, you know, kind of thinking back to some of the conversations my mother, my grandmother would have, some of the things that, you know, hearing, oh, your body's going to change when you get into your 40s. Oh, things are going to be different. Um, You know, my mother was very open about her own experiences with dealing with fibroids and and I had fibroids and talking about, um, oh, when you have your hysterectomy, that was kind of like, right. It was kind of like a, oh, this is going to happen because that's what women were conditioned to back in, you know, back in like the seventies and eighties, if you had fibroids and you were bleeding, oh, you just get your uterus out when you're done having your children. Right. And I was just like, wait, what? No, (laughs) I want to just have 
have, you know, have to have a surgery. And so as I started doing that and I started understanding um, and getting into how hormones change and when your hormones change, how it shows up, what it looks like on a daily basis, because I think that is the key. When we don't know a lot of times when you go to the doctor and you get some information, the bridge, there's this bridge that should form where the physician should be able to connect what this physiology looks like for you. How is it going to show up for you? And so I got my own labs drawn, like I was, um, was at a wellness center and got my own labs drawn. Y'all, I had no measurable testosterone. Like it was in the toilet. Oh, guess what? Me too, but not oh. not because of that. <laughs> mine was less than three. That was mine too. Mine was less than three. Could not even be measured, right? It can't even be measured. You can't even get into the reference range, right? And so I was like, no wonder I'm walking sideways. I remember calling my husband and going, I know what's wrong with me and I'm so excited. And he was like, okay, <laughs> glad, right? And so- um, you know, now diving into this and going, oh my goodness, this is how this shows up. Your physiology literally shows up as everyday issues, right? Mm -hmm. How you talk to people, the patience you have with people, being able to put words together. Y'all, my brain was so foggy. I knew the word. I could see it in my head, but it wouldn't come out. I'm like, oh my goodness, am I having early Alzheimer's? Oh my gosh. You know, you start going down these rabbit holes. You're exercising and don't see the results. You're like, what is, you know, what is going on? You start feeling like you're going crazy crazy. And, and that's one of the things I love to tell women now you're not crazy. It's your hormones. Like seriously, there there's, there's physiology behind this. And so as I started diving into this more, started listening to my patients more, because I remember I had an ICU doctor attending in um, my very first year of residency intern year, you know, we had to still rotate through like ICU internal medicine. And he said to us, your patients tell you what's wrong with them if you just mm. listen. He was like, if you listen and you actually touch them, he was like, because, you know, going in and doing an exam is important. He's like, they will literally tell you what's wrong with them. And so I started listening and I started hearing the same things over and over. And by this time I had started doing some, some, um, some replenishment myself. So I'm doing some BHRT, which is bioidentical Mm -hmm. hormone therapy. I started feeling better. My brain started clearing up. I was able to have the energy to get my to-do list checked off. I was like, oh yeah, those papers in the corner, I actually feel like going through them. They're not overwhelming anymore. And so I knew that there, w- women are out here and they were drowning, so to speak, because nobody was listening to them. And even now, and I've been in this space for about six years now, and, and I hear it over and over again. Why isn't my doctor talking to me about this? I tell my doctor that this is happening to me and they tell me either I'm too young or nothing, or, oh, you're just getting old or eat less, exercise more. You know, they get all these same types of cookie cutter types of responses. And they're like, 
am I crazy? I mean, something's really wrong with me. And so I feel like this is now the mountain I must die on, basically, mm-hmm. is where I get up and I tell women all the time, first of all, I validate what you're feeling is real. It's physiological. And there can be something done about it. And so this is where I've gotten in the space of hormones. I, I have various mentors in, in the area. I, I always shout out Dr. Carrie Jones. She is phenomenal. She's mm. awesome. And um, just real, you know, hearing people in this space and the research that's coming out and being able to help women understand and interpret the research how does this affect me? What does this mean for me? And being able to give them some tools so that they can make informed decisions or informed refusals. And that's what, that's where I am now. I'm here for all of it. Um, I, I, ironically, my testosterone was nothing due to cortisol stealing because I was highly stressed. Exactly. 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 Um, but I, I feel like we're we're at a time where I think a lot of the message underneath this is what's going on with you can show up in your biochemistry. Yes. Which yes. Clues of ways to help move through that. But one of the things I love that you talk about is I remember going to the OBGYN um and I've had nice ones. I don't feel like they were ever extremely comprehensive as far as asking you a million things. And at one point it was fine because I wasn't trying to get pregnant. I had no no desire to freeze my eggs or anything like that. So someone not asking those questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't planning on doing it versus if right. I'd been someone that had wanted to do it and no one talked to me about it. And then I found out about it later. I'd probably be salty. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like I had one conversation in my thirties. They're like, Hey, if you want to have kids, you better start doing something now. And I'm like, nah. Right. Right. And, and that's, just, that's the shame. And that, that's kind of usually the extent of the conversation, right? It's like, yeah. Hey, you know what? looking at their age, like, what, you know, what are your plans? And I, I think some of, some of the reason why we're all out there having these conversations is when you start feeling some of these symptoms is to be able to have conversations with your care team, because they're, these are, you probably can hear, these are a lot of overlapping symptoms. Because yes. some of the stuff that Dr. Lakeisha was talking about are things that can happen in depression. So yes. So there's a lot of overlap. So for some people, it takes a team. But the first thing is to be able to recognize when you don't feel like yourself, to be able to kind of sound that first alarm um, so that people can help figure out what's going on. Because the struggle bus is not a fun place. And I don't want anybody on the struggle bus longer than they need to be on the struggle bus. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And I, I know there are men out there but I'm glad you're hanging in there because you know what? Some of you have daughters, you have nieces, you have female cousins, you have aunts, you have moms, you have, you may have wives, you have female friends, you have female colleagues, there are females in your community. So even if you're not a woman, a lot of these women's health issues actually touch you 
And as we start transitioning into our next topic, the other thing is, is just as we say racism can't be solved, especially with the black community by black people, we can't solve all the racism ourselves. That a lot of these things related to women's health and reproductive health can't be solved by women alone either. So we also, we also need men or people that identify other than female to also be advocates and to be allies and to speak in the room. It's time for Ask Dr. Erica. I was recently speaking at the Disruptivator Summit for Usher's New Look, and someone asked if therapists judge their patients. And it's an honest question. This is such a great question because one of the challenges you deal with in your regular life is being judged. Now, let me tell you, our job as mental health professionals is to be non-judgmental. This is an essential part of us creating a safe space for you. Now, we are trained specifically to not judge the people we work with and to keep the utmost privacy. Actually, us keeping your privacy is the law. So I encourage you to not let fear of being judged by whoever you were to see to be a barrier of you getting the help you need because you know what I want you to be better do better and live better one of the ways to do that is to have optimal mental health you got it so we aren't here to judge we're just here to help back to the show better with Dr. Erica when while you're speaking I I was um a memory came to me about an article I read a couple years ago that was talking about how when women involve their male partners in this phase of life in discussions with them and start having discussions with them that it literally helps them. They did a small survey of their own little, not a true study, but it was like a survey and they got, um, you know, they gathered this information and this data. It looked like those that involved their partners actually had a smoother transition into perimenopause and menopause. Their symptoms were not as severe and the ability to make decisions concerning their medical care was what they actually made that quicker because they had discussions and were able to Mm -hmm. have somebody help them to sift through and go through the the pros and the cons. So it wasn't when you are just kind of isolated and singled by yourself there is that apprehension. You're not sure who else to bounce things off of. You know, sometimes it does when that isolation comes. But like you said, it doesn't have to be a male partner. It could be the males in your community, in your sphere, in your in your household, in your who who you believe is a a good friend, you know, someone that is a, a confidant, just being able to have these conversations and be validated by, like you said, non-female identifying people is very critical. And so what happens is their minds get expanded. They now say, oh, okay, they don't start, they do not continue to perpetuate the, oh, she's just, you know, up, she's crazy, or don't worry about her or leave her by herself. You know, something's wrong with her. It is now a, oh, hey, let's help. Let's make sure that she's taken care of, that she has everything she needs so that she can be functional in society. I hear you. I totally hear you. So as we we talk about women's health and reproductive health, um, 
we've all been kind of reeling, dealing with the Supreme Court deciding they were going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And one of the huge things that's been coming up in these conversations is the implications that are outside of simply saying someone can't get an abortion. Yeah. Um, that, yeah. And we're not going to go into that. We could talk about this for hours because there are so Absolutely. many nuggets and corners of this issue. But I, I wanted to have a conversation with you around what are some of those things or ways that this verdict can impact people you work with or, mm-hmm. or just women that are a bit older? Because I think sometimes people will immediately think, well, this is about abortion. This is a young people thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though, you know, we're seasoned, we're not old. Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. We are seasoned. I love that. You know, when, even before the decision was officially announced, right, I had been um, in the space of hearing how just in my world, how women's health was being impacted. And I'm going to get back to your question, but we're going to get to it this way. So what I do is I help women, like I said, balance their hormones. There are times where a woman will need bioidentical hormone therapy. And that is different from the hormone therapy that was studied in the WHI study that came out in 2002. And bioidentical hormones are usually made in a compounding pharmacy because they're not made on a large scale, manufactured scale. And the beauty of this is that you can really customize the dosing. And this is where the, the, this is the crux of it because everybody's different, right? And so eight milligrams, uh, you know, of testosterone for you, say in a cream form may not be the right milligrams for me. Okay. But when you make it on a big scale, they usually have to make certain, they have to make it at certain uh, concentrations in batches. Got it. Okay. So when I call my compounding pharmacist, that is amazing. And I go, Hey, I have a new prescription. I want to call in. This is what I want to do. And if I want, I can actually even ask them to not put certain preservatives in it. Mm -hmm. Because I know that this person may have a sensitivity to that. And so that may interfere with the body's ability to break these molecules down and actually use them efficiently. So there has already been a small mounting campaign to actually shut down compounding pharmacies. There is a narrative out there that's saying compounding pharmacies are not as up to standard as your chain pharmacies. And so that has already been rumbling. Now with Roe versus Wade overturn, you now, and everybody is saying there's so many different like side streets now, now that we've, you know, kind of knocked down this, 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 uh, this wall, there's so many side streets that everybody can go off of. And there's so many different um, other, other statutes that, that are now open for interpretation and discussion and being overturned. My concern now is that now you're not only going to be able to dictate a woman's reproductive rights as she's 
in that reproductive age, but you now have the ability and, and to, to come in at the end of my life where I'm going to spend a majority of my life, a third of my life in perimenopause and menopause, you now could potentially impact what types of, of options are available for me to feel balanced and to get what I need so that my body can function at a level that is optimal so that I can still function in society. So here's the thing. Say that CEO, that woman that's in the C-suite, she's now going through perimenopause. She's now suffering from lowering testosterone because your testosterone kind of starts dipping in your 30s and your 40s first before you start trailing off with the estrogen and progesterone. Well, you, and that's there's a whole, you know, whole different discussion yeah. around that. Now she cannot run the C-suite like she used to. She may, may even have troubles getting up in the morning because she's not getting the sleep at night because her progesterone and testosterone and estrogen aren't working together to help get her cortisol up so that she can wake up and feel rested. So now she's coming in late. Now she can't really get things together because her brain is foggy. The, the reports that she used to look at and run off with ease and tell everybody what to do, now it's looking like Greek and it's looking a little jumbled. Now she doesn't even have the ability to go to her physician, go to someone that can help her get her hormones balanced so that she can feel better and actually function at a level that can help her to still be an asset to the institution that she is a part of because you know what? She has institutional wisdom. Mm -hmm. so, so this is the slippery slope that I've been looking at is like, you're not only have the, having the ability to dictate what can happen in my young years, but now you may also have the ability to dictate what can happen as I get older. And I could really be more of an asset to society if I had the tools to be able to make sure that my body worked right. Preach. And and one of the reasons I think it's important for for people to really learn what's going on mm -hmm. is is part of the issue is this is what happens when health and the right of your body is legislated by people that don't actually understand it. And one of the things that happens especially when we're looking at reproductive rights and women's health is you know there's kind of this core group of hormones and stuff that do most of the work. Right. You right, have right. this this core group of organs that do mm -hmm. most of the work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there what's happening is so many things are getting they're kind of adjacent that are all getting impacted because yes, they're like, Yes. Well, this is related to pregnancy, so you can't do it at all. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh, you said it. I I love the way you just said that. And this is what I tell tell women all the time, tell people that are listening, you are connected. Unfortunately, I mean, I love medicine. That's why I went. I love medicine. I'm a doctor. I went into this because it, it is a love of mine. I love understanding how the body works. But we have done such a good job of dismembering the body. Everybody takes their little segment, which is fun because you got to take deep dives, right? But then we just look at our our area, just our area. You know, women used to come to me and all I would do is pelvic exam, maybe breast exam if it's your annual exam or you came in and had a had a concern. Mm 
But if they came in and said to me, you know, my period's been wacky over the last like three months or so. And I don't know what's going on. It's it's come, it's gone. And then if I took a step back and said, okay, what happened in your life three months ago? What changed? They would look at me like, what does that have to do with anything? That has everything to do with everything. Because if you're stressed, if your adrenals have now kicked in, they are then going to dictate and hijack the system. Your body's going to say, why have sex have fun reproduce? Please shut that down. Uh, you don't need to do that. We got to make sure you're surviving. And so being able to understand, just like you said, that even though you have a primary job as a hormone, there are other areas that can be impacted by what's going on. And I so feel, I, I'm glad you brought that that point. Well, I feel like as we talk about this, it reminds me, I love Marvel. I'm a sci-fi junkie. And all I can think of is every version of multiverses and timelines. Yes, yes. And, and I feel like this is the reproductive health uh, multiverse of madness. Yes, it's. I've gotten into it too because of my kids. And it's so funny because I actually, okay, side street, y'all. So I actually watched Loki. That, um, that Yes, I was thinking of Loki, but I wasn't going to Oh my gosh. Say, be like and be like your um, uterus is now taking um, being controlled by Kang. Yes, yes, yes. That is such a great metaphor. I love this. I love it. I love it. <laughs> because you're so. So when all you start taking off all these little side streets, everything is connected. I want you to understand that. And and like you said, those that are that do not identify as female need to understand this. Like it's not just our issue. This affects just like how I said we dismember the body and we forget about how it impacts all the other systems. You have to understand how me not feeling good impacts you. We are not islands and we are interconnected and there is a network of connection and we have to understand how this, this particular, you know, somebody will say, well, what you getting hormone? I mean, what does that do for me? It, it does a lot. It does a lot because then I can show up the way I'm supposed to, and I can give and be of service and be of an asset to the community at large, to my smaller community, to my community at large, to the world even. Well, and and one of the things I love about this portion of this conversation, and we're about to do one more transition, y'all, is, is the fact that it's, if we don't address these issues correctly, mm-hmm. then it's like any other thing. You end up right back in the dark ages where it's like, well, you just need to do better. Why, you need right. to not have hot flashes. Why you got an attitude? Why didn't you get this done? Blah, 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 blah. My exactly. wife gets on my nerves. Exactly. I don't like working with these women. And, you know, and it's, it's right back to the same thing. Even as physicians, I feel like we all have to do a better job of conversations around weight exercise and eating because yes. yes. you hear so many yes. people come, they told me just to exercise but I'm tired you know and it's like 
there's there's so much guilt and shame around so many different things that we could talk about that that's a whole other episode yeah so that just being able to support each other and one of the Mm -hmm. things i noticed and to me is a huge thing when we're talking about kind of this perimenopause menopause situation Mm -hmm. is is number one having in your care team an OBGYN that actually really understands it and can really be collaborative, talk to you and really listen to what's going on with you and your body and your life. Do you, do you suggest any other tools or things that you think are helpful or that people need to do? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, the social media can be a two edged sword, right? But you can find a lot of great information um, in some of certain certain segments, right? Um, so if you look for, there are groups that women, you know, that come together that may have the same symptoms as you, and they'll give you some great resources. Um, there are certain, you know, physicians that are actually on TikTok or on Instagram um, that are giving out great information. There are books out there that have some great information in there. And so the more that you, the more information you can get as far as it being relatable to you and you going, oh, are you having that moment of validation? You know, that, that moment of validation, I think, um, that that's the word that my husband actually used yesterday. We were talking about a situation Mm -hmm. and I was saying, you know, I'm just so glad that this person I was talking to, um, gave me a moment to, I, I felt like I could breathe after they gave me their, their interpretation of the situation. And he said, you felt validated. And I said, yes. I mean, it, it, I was looking for that word, but when you feel validated, doesn't something almost release in you? It's almost like you can finally take a breath. And so finding information now, I'm I'm always, of course, I said, be careful, look at your sources that you're looking at. You know, we love to dive down into blogs. I tell my patients all the time, when you go to Dr. Google, and you start going down your rabbit holes, you know, make sure that you are looking at your sources, looking at who, what you're actually reading. Um, you know, sometimes we got to give Dr. Google a rest on certain things, but there are, there's some great books out there. Um, I, I have, Don't you have um, a book? I was going to say, I've written a book myself. <laughs> I know she's like. Can, can you tell the people? Can you tell the people about the name your book? of your book? Actually, the 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 other PMS, your survival guide for perimenopause and menopause. Um, you can actually get an autograph copy if you go to theotherpms.net and get an autograph copy there. Uh, there there are so many resources. There there not there are resources. There's a gaining number of resources that are coming to fruition out there for women. Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation.
Let me introduce you to Better Nation. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle. Show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit joinbetternation.com. That's joinbetternation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation. Better with Dr. Erica. Better with Dr. Erica. Um, a little birdie told me that you might have a new reset bundle situation or something. I do. I do. So I have created the Hormone Hottie Reset Bundle. And in that bundle, you get a Dutch test, you get three visits with me, you get some other goodies, some other bonuses, access to some other things that I've done in the past that were actually paid access. Now you get that thrown in into your bundle. We put together a great personalized plan for you, kind of see where you are. We create um, a hormone map for you so that you can now know where you are and where we need to go from there and what other recommendations need to go along with that. But in order to get that bundle, you have to come see me first. You have to make an appointment to see me. So you actually get four visits with me. They're four visits. One's free. Um, outside of the bundle, but that is, um, that's a session that you do with me. Um, if you go to talkhormones.com and, um, then we can talk about you getting that reset bundle, but it is awesome. All righty. All righty. So guess what? It's time for the speed round. You ready? Uh Oh, okay. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. (laughs) I don't know why if you are, I'm I'm doing a dance, (laughs) like we taking it back to the early nineties. Uh, apparently, I get silly in the morning. Me too. Me too. And I'm shiny. I um, People out there, I have on no makeup, and I'm freshly lotioned. So all I can think of, did, have you seen Moana? Yes. The crab that's like, shiny. Yes. <laughs> I, I, that, I, I know every, you know. There's that song, You're Welcome, but my favorite song is Shine. I totally forgot about that crap. <laughs> now I got to go back and watch Moana. <laughs> that is my total jam. So so the first question, since we're talking about jams, what are your three favorite songs? Oh, my goodness. So, okay, so my kids will tell you that their mother knows like no artist name, no song okay. name, but the song will come on. I go, Oh yeah, I like that. So I recognize songs. Um, genre, I can tell you genres that I love. Okay. So I absolutely love gospel music. Cause that is kind of like what I was brought up on. And um, so I love gospel music. I love R and B of course. Um, and, and I actually love some instrumental, like, classical music um that may be like piano strings so those are the genres that I love and it depends on what's going on in my brain at a certain time for which one I'm going to be listening to that's fair I grew up with my dad playing Moonlight Sonata for me all the time so that's why that's actually my favorite classical song nice nice I love it the next question is what's one free thing that you do for self-care one free thing that I do for self-care. Okay. So this, 
I love. So you mean I don't pay for it? Three ninety nine. You know, because there for a while everybody was like, "You got to go to the spa and go on this trip." So I like yes, to give people free, yes, free tips. No, free tips. I love it. I do yoga on my balcony. I have seen the videos of you doing. I yoga. do. I really love yoga on my balcony or outside. I really, really love yoga outside. I'm down for that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I need to do something other than sit outside and sip tea. <laughs> it's okay. You can sip tea after. Well, sip tea after. I Put know. your mat on there and then sip tea after. But okay, yeah. I, I will. I will do better. What's something about you that most people don't know? I love comedians. Like I love comedians backstories and I really love to watch comedians on stage. Talking about backstories, I can't remember if it was a reality show or a, a program um like behind the scenes of Kevin Hart's life. It was very intriguing. I I take deep dives into into their into com- comedians' lives. I really do. Yeah. Yes. So I, I'm down with that. I'm down for that. Yes. And the last thing is, what's something that has helped you get through the pandemic? Some people think it's over. I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of it ain't over. Like, was that the end of that? Was it um, um, Teddy's Jam where they're like, it's not over. Yes. 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 Jam. You right. Jam. Jam. Right. Right. Teddy Jam for me. <laughs> Dum dum dum, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, what has helped me? Therapy, I have to say. I my therapist has been with me for 13 years and I remember around the start of the pandemic, um may have been a little bit into it where I was like, "Hmm. Hello, I I need I need a I need a tune up. I need some help." Um and that has been invaluable mm-hmm. for me to go back. Um, you know, some people, they'll, I think I bring that up a lot with my patients every day. I'll, I'll say, and so who are you talking to? Like, who outside of your family are you talking to? What paid person, licensed person that is beholden to an entity <laughs> are mm-hmm. you talking to? <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, I was on a panel the other day, and they're like, "Well, what what can people do for self care?" And then I'm like, "Everybody needs a therapist." Everybody, everybody. <laughs> well, well, right now it's like people need you need someone that is dedicated to hold space for you. Yes, yeah, I I really am learning that myself, and allowing myself to be in those spaces and say, "Hey, I need some time." And I need to sit, I, sometimes I just need to sit in the presence of somebody else that just allows me to just not be superwoman at the moment. I'm down. And that, that's it. Yeah. So we're about to be wrapping up. So I'd love to know what are some final thoughts and takeaways for the listeners? Oh my goodness. So I um, say to women all the time, you live inside your body 24 seven, right? So you know when it does not feel the way it feels when you're optimal, when you are able to do all the things you want to do, not what all the things everybody else wants you to do, but what you want to do. And so when you start feeling that way, say something, say something to somebody. And if you don't get the response that is helpful for you, 
then ask the next person. Like, don't just stop at the first doctor or healthcare provider that says, oh, well, you're just getting old. Say, no, there's there's something wrong and, and, and still pursue and see who else can be of, of service to you. Um, take time for yourself. Always put you on the calendar. I've been reminded of that yesterday, as early as yesterday, where um, I had to actually reschedule an appointment and I literally went into my schedule and I canceled patients. I canceled events and I blocked off that day. And I was like, wow, I tell my patients to do this all the time. So, so literally put yourself on your, on your schedule. I am down for, for all of that. And we talked about kind of where, where they can find some of your stuff, but how can the people find you? Oh, I am on all the social media platforms at Dr. Lakeisha MD. That's D-R-L-A-K-E-I-S-C-H-A-M-D. Yes, my parents used all the letters. So um, I say that too. (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) They wanted it to be unique and different. And there there you have it. Um, So Dr. Lakeisha, MD, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. That's my handle everywhere. Yay. And you'll, you can find the information in the description, but be specific with the spelling of her name and the MD. There are numerous Dr. Lakeisha's out there. Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. Yes. Well, well, they are, and, and some of them are OBGYNs, so. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And I know some of them, and it's so yeah. funny. I do know some of them, and I've had some, I've actually had friends that go, is this you? No, no, but I know them. <laughs> what had happened was. Right, right, right. Well, well, first, I just have to give a big thank you to Dr. Lakeisha for taking time out of her way too busy schedule to spend Thank some you. quality time with me and with you. I, I feel, really, really appreciate it. I have fun. I feel all the love, all the love. If I had to say what my final thought for, for this episode, I have so many thoughts. Um, but I'd have to say if I had to just pick one, don't fall asleep at the wheel. What I mean by that is you got to keep your eyes and ears open and keep your head on the swivel when it comes to your health and the health of the people around you. You have to actively and intentionally advocate for health, be present, and then Mm -hmm. also seek help. And when you're seeking help, being intentional about being with a team that's really going to listen to you so that we can, as my, my friends that always remind me that are naturopathic physicians get to the root problem. They like, we treat medicine at the root, (laughs) but if a lot of times, if you, if you just show up and there's not really much dialogue and you don't ask all your questions or someone doesn't ask you enough questions, you may end up going in circles without getting the solution that you deserve. So I want to just encourage everyone to stay alert with your own health and also advocating for the health of others. Um, From women's health to the health of underserved communities, 
it just is going to take all of us to be able to put everyone on on an equitable playing field. So that's what I got for you this time. The first thing I have to say is it is a blessing to not only wake up this morning, but to be able to wake up this morning and spend it with all of you in Better Nation. So thank you for that. You could have listened to any podcast. There are literally, it's got to be at least a million out there. And you chose this one. So I have to say thank you for choosing Better with Dr. Erica. But the other thing I have to give you congratulations on is for showing up for yourself. Because by listening to this podcast, you showed up. So give yourself a big pat on the back, doctor's orders. I want to say thank you. I also want to say if you like what you heard, do me a favor. Please subscribe or follow. And also, if you enjoyed it, rate or review. Don't panic. It may not be on every platform. But if you see it, do it. It helps us get more content to you. Um, And share. Don't let this be the best kept secret. Let your Uber driver know, your DoorDash, your Instacart, your mama, your daddy, your worker, your friends. Let folks know about the podcast. I would love to have all of you. I also want to say, please be kind to yourself and kind to others. I feel like there is a shortage of kindness. The last thing I have for you is take your left hand, put it on your right arm, take your right hand, put it on your left arm and give yourself a big old squeeze because you deserve a hug and continue to take care of yourself. You know, better with Dr. Erica comes out on Tuesdays until next time. Have a better day. Find me on social media at Dr. Erica, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A on all social media and online at betterthepodcast.com. That's betterthepodcast.com. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe or follow button, then click share and click rate and review. Now, don't panic if you don't see rate and review. Sometimes it mainly shows up on Apple Podcasts and Audible, but I appreciate hearing your feedback. Check back weekly for new episodes. They drop on Tuesday mornings. Until next time, be better, do better, live better. Better with Dr. Erica. If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Beyond the Paper Gown, hosted by Dr. Mitzi Krakover, helps people think critically about women's health issues encouraging them to question and explore the complexities of healthcare systems, scientific advancements, and societal norms. There's a really cool episode that you should check out called Midday Menopause App, and that's about how AI and sensor technology can provide personalized interventions to manage menopause symptoms effectively. Check out Beyond the Paper Gown on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.